This episode of the MGMA podcast is brought to you by Walmart Business. It's the Walmart you love, now for business. Get everything you need for your staff and patients in one place. Enjoy big savings on health and safety products, cleaning supplies, over-the-counter medications, and much more. And don't forget the break room snacks. Create a free account today and start shopping at business.walmart.com. That's business.walmart.com. Hello, it's Friday, June 18th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. This week, we begin with an article on the Affordable Care Act. This article comes from Kaiser Health News. The Supreme Court on Thursday turned back its third chance to upend the Affordable Care Act, rejecting a lawsuit filed by a group of Republican state attorneys general claiming that a change made by Congress in 2017 had rendered the entire law unconstitutional. By vote of seven to two, however, the justices did not even reach the merits of the case ruling instead that the suing states and the individual plaintiffs, two self-employed Texans, lack standing to bring the case to court. We proceed no further than standing, wrote Justice Stephen Breyer for the majority. Neither the individual nor the state plaintiffs have shown that the injury they will suffer or have suffered is fairly traceable to the allegedly unlawful conduct of which they complain. The two dissenters in the case, Justices Samuel Alito and Neil Gorsuch, disagreed. The states have clearly shown that they suffer concrete and particularized financial injuries that are traceable to conduct of the federal government, Alito wrote. The ACA saddles them with expensive and burdensome obligations, and those obligations are enforced by the federal government that is sufficient to establish standing. The ruling represented a win not only for backers of the health law in general, but also for Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra. As California Attorney General, Becerra led the Democratic states defending the ACA after the Trump administration sided with the Republican state's suit. It was the third time in nine years the court has been offered the opportunity to effectively end the health law, and it's the third time it's refused. The case, California v. Texas, arose as a result of a provision of the tax cut bill passed by the Republican-controlled Congress in 2017. As part of that bill, Congress reduced to zero the ACA's penalty for not having health insurance. The requirement for coverage, often referred to as an individual mandate, was inserted into the law to give insurers a wide pool of customers since they were now required to cover people with medical conditions. Republicans have long assailed the provision 
as an overreach by government. Also at issue was the question of whether the rest of the law could stand if the justices believed that those bringing the case did have standing and if the requirement to have health insurance was unconstitutional. Even some of the court's most conservative members, including Justice Brett Kavanaugh, suggested Congress did not intend for the rest of the law to fall if the individual mandate were declared unconstitutional. In the end, only Justices Alito and Gorsuch suggested they agreed with the basis for the suit. Today's decision is the third installment in our epic Affordable Care Act trilogy, and it follows the same pattern as installments one and two, Alito wrote. In all three episodes with the Affordable Care Act facing a serious threat, the court has pulled off an improbable rescue. To keep up with the latest in healthcare advocacy and regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. I'll leave you this week with an article on healthcare reviews. This article comes from Becker's Health IT. Many patients look at physician star ratings and reviews when choosing a provider. However, fake reviews might make it more difficult to find a medical provider. So here are eight things you need to know about healthcare reviews. First, more than 70% of patients use online reviews as the first step to finding a new physician. This is according to a 2020 study by consulting firm Software Advice. Second, Fake Review Watch, a consumer watchdog site, has found dozens of Facebook groups where businesses, including medical practices, buy and sell fraudulent reviews. Third, Curtis Boyd, CEO and founder of Objection, which specializes in identifying fake business reviews, said that about 20% of business reviews in the healthcare industry, including physician reviews, have suspicious review activity on both Google and Yelp. Four, there are marketplaces of brokers who hire people to write fraudulent reviews on behalf of their clients, such as physicians. Excessive use of exclamation points is an obvious way to detect if a review is fake. Using the word love and exaggerated sentiments or another indicator a review is fake. Five, posting fraudulent reviews may be illegal under federal and state laws if there is financial gain involved. Yet, evidence of enforcing these laws is scarce. Records from the Medical Board of California, the state with the largest number of practicing physicians, show no actions taken against physicians in the last four years over fake reviews. However, the board doesn't disclose ongoing investigations. Six, Google's algorithms and staff use indicators, such as the location of the reviewer, to determine whether a posting is fraudulent. However, Google gets millions of new postings every day. Seven, physicians who have private practices tend to have more suspicious reviews in comparison to physicians who work at hospitals. And eight, Marnie Jamison Carey, 
Executive Director of the Association of Independent Doctors, a national trade group for physicians and private practices, said that she can imagine how some independent physicians may feel desperate enough to boost their reviews to compete against large hospitals that are buying up independent medical practices. Keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. And if you want to become part of the healthcare discussion, you can join the MGMA STAT panel by texting STAT to 33550. If you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend. The popular buzzword we've been seeing everywhere is AI. But what we all want to know is how we can implement and use it to our advantage. When it comes to improving margins, accelerating cash flow, and optimizing staff performance, there's a one-stop shop using cloud-based predictive analytics. MGMA Analytics is your AI-enabled tool that upscales technology you've already been paying for, so you can silo your disparate systems and make data-backed business decisions. Visit mgma.com analytics and see how AI can revolutionize your finances and operations. Again, Visit mgma.com slash analytics today.